You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. This is your boy, Al Mugger. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. And today, we're talking to an amazing independent creator. He has a dope fire project out right now on Kickstarter, all right, called Imperfect Web Pop. We're going to learn all about this project and how you could help even fund it to get some more incentives because this bad boy is already funded. My man here is the illustrator, the writer, the creator, the whole shebang. I mean, and he worked with some great people. Let me introduce the one, the only, the amazing Sydney Allen Davidson, baby. How you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm doing well, Al. Thank you. Now, nah, but we're here to rock and roll, kiddo. You got a fire project, which will be showing off in a little bit. I mean, I see the people you're working with on this so amazing. First off, a big hat. Office salute to my big homie Melissa Mazaris from Don't Hire PR for connecting us. I mean, great agency of your creator. Check them out, don'thirepr.com. So, Sydney, origin story time. Kiddos, coming to this podcast. I need to know where you're from, where you're at, and of course, what was the first thing in fandom that you ever fell in love with? Yeah, I'm from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, which is a college town in North Central Florida. So there's no beach here, but yeah, where I grew up, big university town, a lot of people come and go. I'm right now, I'm married. I have three cats and uh, one very famous cat <laughs> and I have a son. And yeah, my, uh, my first thing in fandom, I think was being obsessed with the Christopher Reeves uh, Superman movies. Uh, which one got you starting from the first yeah I, yeah it was the first one was the first one i saw i don't think i didn't even know four existed until i was like a teenager and i think i watched two one and two a lot yeah you don't want to watch four <laughs> <laughs> yeah not even oh. three. I mean, you know, two is, a, is is like a path but i have to laugh like come on guys stop stop the yeah. new player, man. I mean, they even never used this guy in the comic books either. Poor, I mean, right? Hardly. Poor guy. That was funny. Uh, yeah. mm. So, all right. So, in your fandom growing up, in your hood, were you alone or, or did you have a tribe? And, like, growing up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, there wasn't a ton of uh, my friends that loved comics. You know, there's other, a lot of my friends like video games, play video games with them. But comics, that was, like, my thing that I, I got fixated on, uh, especially as, like, a, an adolescent. As a kid, I don't get the patience or attention span. <laughs> but as an adolescent, I really got fixated. Yeah. No. Like, uh, Frank Quitely's Wii 3, um, wow. Max. Yeah. So you didn't put your friends on to uh, and trick them into uh, video games based on comic book properties? <laughs> Nah, I I tried to get people into the Mac. We're down. They couldn't get into it. Uh, but I, you know, that was like that was my thing. That blew my mind. Yeah, no, was, oh, I couldn't talk, talk to me about the discovery of the Max in your life. 
How did you even find it? Was it comic book or was it the TV that you, how you found it first? It was the TV. It was okay. definitely the TV. I think I was like, I was, <laughs> there was this like tape of liquid television, <laughs> Blockbuster. You say blockbuster. I still got my blockbuster. Yeah. I still got mine. You do? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think, I think I rented that and watched it. I saw an ad for the Max in there. And from there, I, I was, like, on a hunt. I think I ordered, I think, some... It, it, you couldn't buy it yet. Nobody, they had not been released on DVD, and it hadn't aired on TV in, like, you know, a long time. Uh, yeah. So I, I think I had I had to download it from the internet or get a boot and order no, like hey, well, man, we, we had to do what we had to do back in the day to get out. So don't judge me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, there was no way to buy it. There was no way to buy it. I was curious, and I was fifteen, and I just didn't didn't have the respect I should have for you know. Now, listen, though, you don't even say that because in New York, yeah. even back in the day, for example, the anime films, like Fifth and the Star, Violence, Jack, Ninja Scroll, they weren't easy to get, right? So, unfortunately, we had to deal with those bootleggers at cons, at conventions, mind you. Look at it, allowed to sell bootlegs <laughs> of these materials because, again, how else can we get access to it when the American market, at least in that time, was ignorant to this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did what I had to do. I think I, I might have thought it was a. You know, I, I really think I ordered it from eBay. I think yeah. it was, you know, it was fun. My man, I got, I got it. Yeah, I got the Max because I fucking needed it. I love it. Yeah, I got it because I needed it. Yeah, and uh, I read it all. And I, yeah, it just blew my mind. I love that uh, something could. Be so silly on the surface, but also have depth in these unexpected ways. And I loved the tone of it and the atmosphere. And I loved that something like that was received. Yeah. Right? Again, it, like, I, I was I like, mean, dude, what, what an interesting medium was something like this. And it's kind of crazy. And it's kind of crazy when you think about who the character is, right? It's a homeless superhero with a social worker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the concept yeah. itself, it's kind of crazy. Like, yeah, all right. So, yes, a homeless superhero, mental health issues, has a social worker. It's like, yeah, I mean, this is a superhero. He's homeless. Should he be homeless as a superhero? No, right? But, hey, yeah. I mean, this is talking of some truths. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, it speaks to what happens if you actually fixate on injustice to the point where you can't keep your personal life in order <laughs> it's, it's you know that that can happen like a circuits get blown out and uh, getting too uh too worked up about things it's, it's well, tough so sydney talk to me about then you know here you are you're a fan right you, you know you, you have a little bit of a tribe but not really you know you, you're the lone wolf kind of yeah. so when did you decide, okay, I want to start getting creative and maybe do something in, in, in the realm of this world? I mean, what did you do first? Or, or, or was it something that it took a while for you to do? Talk to me here. Well, yeah, I was, I was pretty open-minded. I hadn't been uh, exposed to a lot of the, the deep cuts of, of really good, solid, sequential art. 
But I definitely knew I want to be able to draw like these people can draw. It just felt very powerful to me uh, just to technically be able to pull that up. So I, that's really what, I, what kind of drove me. But yeah, I went, to, I went to art school, you know, right out of high school. I wasn't drawing as much as I should have been in high school. I wasn't like motivated the way a lot of other cartoonists were at a young age. But I got that way over time. <laughs> you know, so yeah. All right. So is this maybe that you created here your first project or, or did you delve into this world, you know, prior? So I was in an anthology a long time ago. I did another book a few years ago, but it was more of like a technical experiment. I didn't I'm really proud of the story. I just wanted to get something on paper so that I could like execute a book and see what it was like. And it's just, it wasn't that great. And I'm glad that people can't buy it anymore. Comicsology. Uh, but yeah, and then this one, I was like, okay, I like made did the goal of like making a book, putting it out there. So that was that was a goal that I reached. Now I'm going to try to make a good book. <laughs> uh, and there's a whole other thing. <laughs> and so I I had these characters that I'd drawn up. Uh, one was sort of based on kind of like a, a nubile, fresh out of college, uh, go-getter kind of character. And the other one was like the Sphinx cat. And I, I had these ideas that had been ruminating that kind of I worked I worked from themes outward, right? So I, I approached this guy Fabrice Sapolsky with Fair Square. Oh, I know Fabrice. Oh, that's the big you know? one right there. Yo, yeah, yeah. I talked to him yeah, every was... time that I see him, and when I get to see him, man, what an amazing publisher uh, and a force for the independent community. Let me tell you. Yes, he uh, look. I, I was just transparent with him. I was like, look, I have something that I can kind of make work, but not really. I re- I drew the first like chapter of this thing twice. It was unsuccessful. I it wasn't communicating the way I needed it to. I went to Fabrice and I was like, look, I need help more than like I need mentorship. <laughs> like I need I need somebody to consult with. Yeah, like, uh, me. And you know what? He gave you- me before we go there, you have no experience creating a comic book prior, correct? Well, I've been in an anthology, and I, w- I went through SCAD's sequential art program. So, All right. Okay. So you, you, you have an idea how to put it together. Yes. I had an idea. It's all, like, theoretical knowledge. You know, theoretical, not the real shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. It was all, yeah. It was all theory. Like, right, I hadn't applied it, and like, well, I was supposed to go, but not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. me on the process right now. <laughs> it was good. It was good theory, but like, I, I had I met, like, I had, I have a message that I want to serve, and I, that it deserves a lot of respect because I think it's important, and I wanted to make sure that I was executing this in a way that serves that message. The, the best and most effective way possible. And I knew the left of my own devices, uh, I would need help with that, you know? And yeah, because a lot of this, like a lot of the ideas I had kind of come from like a, almost a caustic polemical 
angle. And like, I didn't want any trace of that in my book because I, I, I don't think that's appealing. Uh, so yeah, and he was great. He really helped me out and kind of created a launching pad for me to uh, finish this. But yeah, uh, he gave me as much of his time as he practically could. Uh, well, you know, I, let me ask you, how did you meet Fabrice? Was it in a car? You walked up to him? Was it socially and you reached out to him? Are you one of those bold creators that just start reaching out? Or, or you know, I, not, I don't know. I, I don't know. If, maybe I'm bold. Uh, I, I'm pretty, like, I met him at a SCAD editor's day. They have right. editors come in and look at work. And, like, I came in with my other book. And I showed it to him, and he was, I, I don't think, like, from what I recall, he was like, this is okay, it's not very good. I was like, yeah, I know. And then he's like, why did you bring it then? <laughs> and I was like, it was the best I could do. This was my best. My That's best funny. was just not, you know, that was the best I could do at the time. So I showed it to him I had to see, you know, yeah. And I, and, and I went through, and it, I was like, you know, I have these other ideas. And he seemed a little interested in that. And I was okay. like, okay. Well, like, this guy, I think, like, I like this critical eye. So he was the guy that kind of, I was like, this guy is going to tell me how it is. So I kind of, like, kept him in my mind. And then after I fleshed out the idea a bit more, uh, and after I tried to draw it and failed, I mean, it's, it's not fair, but, like, it, it wasn't working the way I needed it to. I reached out to him. And said, like, this is this is what it is. Will you help me with this? And out of the kindness of his heart, he did. <laughs> you know? yeah. though, he's the man. And folks, you guys are wondering what we're talking about, I'm pretty sure. Let me add it to the stage, baby. This beautiful project right here. And like I love to say right now, listen, folks, tune in real quick. We have 10 days to go. And a big old salute to those 102 backers. Yo, hats off. Bless for supporting independent comic books. But this is what this is bugging me out. I have questions here. A $500 goal, very small, minute, but already at 2900 baby. And guess what we're going to do right now? We're going to check out this trade up and we're going to. Then dive into this amazing Kickstarter that Sydney got out there. You ready, Sydney? Is that okay? Good to go. God, I love the coloring on that. It looks so trippy. It, <laughs> it, 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 it is fire. I am loving it. 
And let's get into it. Let, let me go back on screen over here. Boom, boom, boom. Is that Fat Layla in person there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's her. Man. So tell me the story of uh, a little fatty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we found her under a church starving. I really, it was my wife that found her and then brought her home. And she thought I was going to be mad at her. I wasn't. I was really curious about the cat. <laughs> and really? he was so did you have I a cat? She was... Wait, wait, wait. So, Sydney, before you move on there, did you have a yeah. cat prior in your life at any point? No, I'm allergic to cats. What? Oh, shit. So, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> man, man. wait, wait. Because he brings yeah. you a cat to the house that you may possibly be allergic to. I was allergic to, but I understood now that there are cats with fur and cats with hair. There's two different types. But, uh, and I knew my cat at the time that I had, may she rest in peace, Autumn my feline crusader, she had hair, not fur. So they're like, okay, so no wonder that wasn't all drilled to her. It's weird. And the dandelion. Yeah, yeah. I, I manage. <laughs> you know, we, we, we bathe them. We've been bathing them since they were kittens. And that makes a big difference. She does not look like she wants to be hugged in this picture, though. She's like, get not off that me. picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She has that disposition sometimes, but there's other times where she's uh, extremely affectionate. Uh, Do you also have a hairless cat? <laughs> no, I've, I've never even had a hairless cat. I really want to. That would be kind of weird, right? Is that you're touching your skin on skin or something? It might feel weird. It, would it feel like stubble or some shit? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm so curious. Though. Uh, yeah, I've never even held one. Everybody, please, uh, the next convention that Sydney will be at, please bring your hairless cat so you can be petted. <laughs> please do. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So let's get into this a story starring Fat Layla, guest starring in the story Imperfect by you. So when you do art, you do the writing, right? Talk, talk about the story. Talk about the role of the team. Talk about putting together a comic, Sydney. I mean, again, this is not your first journey, right? I mean, you're doing your first full-fledged, not an anthology, but a full book. It's, yeah, it's a full book. Yeah, no, this is my uh, this is my first book. I wanted to, you know, I all, I, I get nervous. I have trouble promoting things. So I wanted to make sure that what I'm promoting is something I'm proud of <laughs> and not like cynically hunting IP, but something that I, I put my heart into that I'm proud of. And so I Sydney is not an IP farm, folks. He is here to yeah. create a new product, all right? Yeah, yeah. I guess so, yeah. And yeah, and so that was my goal here. I had, you know, I found myself pretty confused. Uh, emotional for a really long time and I really needed some help and along the way I just kind of realized like oh like one of the major issues about like that stops me from moving forward and, and, and achieving things is that I I feel constrained by a bunch of contradictions I feel constrained by them and I made the assumption that uh, other folks uh, may have the same issue, <laughs> right? That it may, it's probably not just me. And so I kind of made the book about, you know, what, these contradictions that we all encounter uh, that can be pretty paralyzing. 
Uh, but I did it within this format. You know, it's a sci-fi sort of uh, story about a, an owner and a cat. Yep, and that owner seems to be a little dickish as I was reading. Poor kitty. I mean, I, I'm on the side of the poor kitty, man. Like, wow, yo, what are you going to have a pet for? You're going to be a dick. And kind of what shows here. But then that Layla starts showing up and a holy smokes. That mouth, bro. You are coming up with some creepy shit here, bro. I do not want to be in your head. Your nightmares must be awful, bro. Because that mouth that that cat has, I mean, holy shit, bro. Bro. Talk to me about even the concept. I mean, did you have a nightmare? <laughs> Yo, bro, because this is crazy looking. Yeah, I, so, like, I was... Uh... Hey, look at this picture here. I mean, Yo, could you imagine fire-breathing cats climbing buildings and tearing the town up? Holy shit. As they look themselves, too. <laughs> yeah. It was that, you know, the, the mouth thing, yeah, I just, yeah, it was like a sarlacc pit, but more hostile. That's what I wanted. Yeah, I just thought, like, okay, I want Layla, like, she, she has an origin in this universe that's, like, very different than the one in reality. Um, oh. But I wanted her to be to be totally indestructible, and capable of great destruction, but also like really cute and, and something we can identify with, you know, being like Batman. So that was sort of the idea there. I tried to make it so that she's totally amoral, doesn't really serve any agenda other than chaos and destruction, but you know, is well intentioned. <laughs> you know? Talk to me about this art style and the color usage because it's so vibrant. So dope, so like out there. Like, I mean, every page is bright. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm digging that. I, I dig that a lot. I mean, there's no darkness to it, a la DC, you know, Batman and shit, for example. I mean, I mean, this is a book that you see some crazy shit going on, but yet it's still bright. There's no darkness behind it. Is that intentional? Yeah. That's intentional. Yeah. I, uh, I decided with Fabrice to not use spot blacks and to render it all in the digital coloring phase because I'm dealing with topics that are dark. And if I make the visual style dark, it might be too much for people to digest. You know, I really wanted to make this digestible and fun. And uh, I thought that going this route was the best way there. And I also thought that, you know, I look at Jeff Darrow's art. There's something about it. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So after I went to school, I became a Jeff Darrow obsessive. And I I was like, you know, that approach is like, you know, can do have the technical drawing ability of him. Not, Not really. But like the approach always seemed accessible to me. And for the colors, I... I really turned to illustrate illustration traditions to to get an understanding of color theory that I would apply here rather than like looking at other comic book colorists. So yeah, that was sort of the approach that I took. I, I've made a lot of bad prints in my time, so I know what colors look good on a monitor that will also print. Like yeah. like I did that. And so I was like, let me like push this technical knowledge about what print and what looks good on the screen. Like I want to, I want to color this book like illustrator Tomer Hanuka, but I want to draw it sort of like Jeff Darrow. 
and, and folks, do you see what I mean about the mouth? Look at the mouth on this cat. Holy smokes. That, that shit ain't scary, yo. Could you imagine? And that's the one cat that would not like, like feel out the palm of my hand. Hell no. I'm good. Fat Layla, I ain't feeding you. You're going to be skinny. You're going to be skinny, Layla, if it was me. <laughs> and, oh, man, look at that. Talk, look at that. Look at the rose on Layla there. Queen Layla. Hey, yo, what's going on here? There she is. Yo. That was a, yeah, that's a print yeah. I made. Uh, she, so she she's very popular on Facebook. Like 64K followers on Facebook. What? Upwards of that. Really? Yeah. Uh, my, my wife runs that Facebook page, yeah. <laughs> so, and so, like, I put her in the comic as a, you know, a very important role. And I wanted to entice them, so I, in my Kickstarter, I made a Le- Layla Lovers pack where uh, I include some uh, fat Layla art. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I am so, I'm a cat fan, so I'm like really loving this. And I love to see the little fatty catties because they, 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 they are actually adorable. Very funny to see them. Yo, oh shit, Yo, Layla Poole, what's going on here? Yeah, I decided, I did a, a Bruno, Bruno is the cat in my book, and I just mixed him up with Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is actually so fire, bro. This needs to be a t-shirt. Thank you. So right now, the way I see this, you need to put this on a yellow t-shirt. You think so? <laughs> yeah, no other color, gotta be a yellow t-shirt. I was, uh, I was a little like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a character. Yeah. Oh, that's shit. a tribute to yeah. That's a tribute to Bilson Cabbage's Demon Bear arc of Demon I mean, Layla. That's Demon, yeah, Demon Layla, Layla right there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that shit is fucking scary, bro. What are you doing to me, bro? Why do you want me to be a hat <laughs> for? Not cool. Bro. Uh, it's fucking. <laughs> It's Demon Bear. It's Demon Lele. Uh, I gotta ask though, what's up with this cat's plunger on the head? What's going on with that? The uh, the switch. Yeah. Um, a I switch. Like the, uh, it's a switch. Yeah, they can be flipped. Uh, okay. Yes. So I first of all, I, I really I I want the ambiguity there. I have I like in the other book that I did that uh, nobody can basically access. It transforms them. It might do something like that. It might do something different in this uh, version of things. But what I really like was the vulnerability aspect. Like, what if that's an off switch? You know, and 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 what if you know his something from the outer world can just flip that switch and completely transform this cat? I like the idea of that vulnerability of like always. Having, you know, what's what's inside affected so easily by what's outside. That really? was sort of the the premise that I have there. Okay, wait a minute. Why you fuck with me? Because I know that you know cats are supposed to be kind of tied into the emotional frequencies and all. So you saying that if I flip that switch, that I could affect its emotional frequency in a way that it could act differently. Yes, it would also tra- either transform it. Or to just make it an off switch, you know, oh. like if, if they, <laughs> right? 
I mean, that whatever suits the story, uh, you know, yeah. So let's get into this, folks. I mean, look, right now, as always, you know, for a dollar, who needs coffee? You don't. It's expensive anyway. Like you could buy it for a dollar nowadays, but support indie for a dollar. You know, you don't want nothing. You just want to be kind. You know, listen, if you give it to the homeless guy on the train, you give it to an amazing independent creator to get their project done. All right. Donations and support. That's what that is. All right. But of course, if you want to start a digital copy of M. Perfect. We got 16 backers. A whole salute to you. Starting at 10 bucks. And how many pages are we talking here, homie? It's 23 pages. 23 pages of digital goodness, baby, at 10 bucks. And when you want to start smelling some ink, not even, here we go. there's a high resolution and a physical, here we, here we get two. So you can start smelling that ink, and then you don't even have to open it if you don't want to smell it, in case you don't want to get high in the ink. You know what I mean? You know, you keep it in your baggie until until you meet my man Sydney and get a sign. You get a PDF, $16. Wonderful. You get two pieces of product right there for 16 bucks. And for those fat Layla lovers, look at this package, $25. Let me get in here. So everything from the previous tier on almost a fat Layla merchandise, you get a sticker, a postcard, and a print. Ooh. That's right, yeah. Teasing. I, I know this fact. Look at it, man. I, I, people are praying. They love fat Layla very much. We really got 26 backers on that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Comic lovers right there with high res PDF, you know, a Bruno sticker, the Sinkovich tribute, the Rob Liefeld tribute. Yo, Sydney, tell me you saw the picture that Rob Liefeld took about two or three weeks ago where he was basically posing like the Captain America drawing he did. Uh, yeah, I think I did see that. Yeah. That oh my God, did that crack me up? I mean, at least the yeah. man knows and makes fun of himself like all right yo you know what rob you still owe me you still owe me my brigade book but but i could respect you for that all right <laughs> uh, yeah i admire his attitude listen when you've been at the game this long have fun with it you know and you still yeah. get work you're still out there you know i mean why not yo and, and you know what not for nothing he's gotten better at drawing feet when he does so <laughs> Yeah. Send <laughs> <laughs> to you, Rob. Please smell me my book. All right. So with that, let's get to at pack, baby. Fat little lovers and comic lovers for 50 bucks. You got a PDF, a signed physical comic book, a five by seven postcard, and a collab sticker. Ooh, baby. So we get who who's signing the book? Is it just you? Is it the whole team or what? What are we getting there? Well, I mean it. I, it would be me. I mean, the team is me, other than the editors. <laughs> so, there, of course, because he's the one man show, folks. You hear that? That's what he's trying to tell you. He, he wears <laughs> yeah. a hat, except the editorial hat, because he can't correct himself. Right? right. The value of editors, folks, right? And here we go. I love these tiers the retailer tier. We got one store. Hey, shop, shops, what are you doing? Support Indy. I, I need to yeah. see more than one shop in here. So talk about this tier for me, brother. I made it as cheap as I could. <laughs> Look, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, they, they, I, and I've been I've been calling retailers. I, the analytics suggested that like it was doing well in California and Seattle, so I'm calling retailers over there. Just I, I'm just trying to feel like, hey, do you at least look at? It? You know what I needed <laughs> to do. 
write this down yeah. right now and a big salute to, to the shop in Bellingham, Massachusetts, Rubber Chicken Comic. They support indie. And if you're telling me 10 printed copies at 50 bucks, listen, the shop is going to make some money right here. And to support indie and, and, and have some beautiful shelf porn. Hey, who doesn't love some shelf porn? Come on now. Come on now, folks. Let me go to the $85 tier. With everything in the previous tier, a personalized 6x9 drawer with any cat or a toaster shot of any superhero. So, I mean, you draw anyone or any kitty, even our own. If I wanted you to draw my little kitty, you know, rest in peace, as a superhero, you would draw that. As, yeah, I could do that. Hey, look at that. You know, listen up. Or any super eighty five bucks into and listen again. They do international folks for my people out there in Europe, UK. You know what it is. Check it out. He's also offering this to you guys. Now look at it. Oh shit! My man is killing it with retailers. He's not offering one retailer tier. He's offering two, an even bigger one. You get twenty bucks for a bean. That's a hundred dollars, folks. I'm using old school slang. You got to excuse me. I'm still stuck in the nineties. Right, but a hundred dollars, <laughs> twenty bucks, yo. I think if you can't make money on this, then then there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> Look at this is book, though. I, I've had the pleasure, Sydney. Thank you again for allowing me the honor of reading the book. It's a beautiful story, and the way it just runs along, and it's fun. You smile a lot throughout the book. And it's just your artistry, your storytelling, the coloring. Fuck, bro. I mean, Fabrice, Fabrice gave me great advice, bro. Because let me tell you, it's so vivid. And it's like, it's not something you normally see in comic books nowadays. There's a vividness to the color that just, just, it just, it feels like a great comic book. You just enjoy it. You eat it up. You know what I mean? Like, like candy, like nerds and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Talk to me about this, bro. I need you to start pitching it. What is this Act Pack Supreme for a buck thirty-five, bro? What is this? Super pack. It's 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 everything. All the prints, the book, and then I also do a commission that is larger than the other uh, the Act Pack plot. Okay. So it, it's a commission. It's either like eleven by seventeen or fourteen by like twenty, somewhere in that size range. Yeah. Well, and man, you you trying to get hand cramps, aren't you? You you doing? <laughs> you never get, folks. This is why you got to put Indy. My man is willing to get hand cramps for you to make sure that you get some dope, dope uh, stuff. And look at this; he even gets bigger here. That's what she said. At twenty four and a half by seventeen, Jesus Christ, bro! I mean, what's <laughs> next, bro? Are you gonna spray paint the wall for me like a graffiti artist? What's going on? It's uh, that's the size that all my pages are at uh, in the book. So I've worked the same size, right? Like the, the pages that I physically ink yeah. are that large. And, uh, and so, yeah. it, I love your disclaimer here, and I want to highlight that. And I'm going to read it out loud to you guys out there and ladies. You want beautiful art? Fantastic. But so long as it's not violent against children or pets, all right? You feel me? So you can have yeah. a dope piece of art, a dope piece of figure art, but please, no violence against children or pets. 
Although, uh, although I'll say this, bro, and I'm going to sound mean right now, but my favorite scene in the last Rambo movie was just to see the viciousness of the enemy soldiers and how they even threw kids into a fire. I was like, okay, this movie is serious. <laughs> yeah. I, all right. I, wait a minute. I've never seen kids go get killed before on that level until Rambo. So yeah. I was like, all right, wait a minute. <laughs> Haven't, uh, I haven't seen that, but yeah. So, so Yo, watch that last Rambo. You're going to get triggered in five minutes when you watch the movie. <laughs> well, it, you know, I, I could probably see it in a movie. It's planning out compositioning and like drawing that. That uh, It's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. But look, did you see this? Look, look at the art here. Look at this, yo. I mean... Yeah. So many things that my man, oh, yo, this is a tattoo right there, bro. Sick. Yeah. What? Eh? What? I did that a few years ago. That is, I'm in love with this piece of art right here. That's I mean, a tattoo, bro. That's a tattoo. Uh, oh, hell yeah, bro. A little sample of what he means by, yo, bro, I love what you're doing here. I love this. Nice. I love the yeah. I'm digging it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I figured out, you know, I inked this very. I drew and inked this very differently in my book, but this is sort of my my own kind of way of doing things when I'm not trying to tell a story. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many other artists. That, listen, but I mean, there are artists that draw so different nowadays. Right? You got the Pisker, Jim Rugg, right? Yeah. For example, you know, they all draw. That in, in a different style, that but but yeah, make the, the books so effing fun, right? Yeah. Just honestly, like this, where you're having fun with a character, yo, bro. Marvel, I would love to see a whole book of seeing Wolverine like this. This shit would be fucking fun, yo. Look at the main, yo, bro, bro, yeah, fucking. And did you see the figure that McFarlane came out with today, Lobo, with the bike, his dog? Amazon pre-order. Yeah, get ready to spend some of your money on that right now because, I, you know, as soon as as soon as my brother sent me that, all I said was, God damn it. I don't want to spend money on this stuff, but shit, I got to get me this Lobo with, with, with his bike, with his hog. Well, bro, your artistry is insane. This is beautiful, bro. Thanks. Yeah, it was it was funny. Like after I digitally colored my book, my ability to render things in ink was got improved so much, even though I hadn't done it in a long time. Bro, folks, now you already saw that he has tears where he's offering you original art characters of your choice. You already saw two samples, Wolverine and Lobo. I mean, of course. He chose the most violent characters out of both labels of the big two. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and he got Fat Layla, which will probably kick both their ass right now. That's right. All right. All right. I mean, Lobo can regenerate. We'll remain goodbye. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm digging it. But, folks, once again, 10 days to go, 102 backers, once again, salute to you. But we had 2,900, you know. He already surpassed the goal, but you know, we gotta keep making it happen, make it rain, baby, on independent. Yeah. Listen, with 10 days to go, you know what that means? There's two paydays to go. 
So don't fuck around. I'm going to give you no excuses of why you can't support this amazing project. You got two more paydays to go for. Some of y'all get paid on Wednesdays, and some of y'all can't pay on Fridays. Yes, I'm keeping tabs. Don't give me no bullshit, all right? This way, you, you got to support my man Sid right here. This amazing project, yo. I mean, again, did you see the beauty behind it? And look at Layla once again. Let me just show you. Look at that picture, yo. Layla says, buy my book before I scratch you up. You know, you don't want that violence in your life right now. You don't want it, right? Uh, this, this is awesome, bro. I am digging it, man. So what what what's in store here for the future, though? This gets funded. The book gets out. Are we going to get more stories or what? What's popping? Yeah, I'm going to work on this. I have issue two and three planned out. And uh, it's just a matter of, like, issue, the, the, second, the second book. So they're not really issues. They're separate books. And they well, exist. So one shots in, in a series, if you will. It's one shots in a series, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the second book I'm on I'm writing it right now, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what are we looking for here, though? Overall, I mean, well, how many stories have we got for Layla? Is this, you know, all these one and dones, and what we're looking? Is it just three? Is it going to be four? Is it twelve? Is this ongoing? I mean, what, what, are, are we looking for a Garfield type cartoon? What's going on, kiddo? I want to know that. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll bring it back. So I have three plans. time. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have three planned issues. If it does well, if it does well enough, I have an arc that that I would cover. Yeah, <laughs> where? But yeah, the first three have to do it certain amount where I have to like justify spending this low amount of time and energy on. Oh, I hear you. Right? To talk, to talk, yeah. to tell the family, hey, this is why I'm stuck in this room right now. It's doing yeah, great. Yeah. Paying the mortgage, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? So, but yeah, that's what I have planned. You know, issue two, cats looking for a job. You know, and that's sort of the, the sort of where it's going to get real wild. It's pretty grim too, actually. <laughs> but yeah. Listen, man, you're going to make it happen. That's what it is. I mean, you already made it happen. So people are going to get the first taste of this real soon. Then we're going to get that second and that third and that fourth. Then we're going to get a cartoon. And then, you know, all the gear and all that wonderful stuff. But you you laughing. I see it. But I, I, I'm envisioning I hope so. I see, no, no. I hope it will happen. Let's manifest it. It's going to happen. Now, before we go. I know that the year is ending, con season is winding down, but are you going to be participating or visiting any cons where people could, you know, meet you and say hello? It's, that is challenging right now for, like, factors that I don't have control over. I can probably get around to some cons in Florida. I really just need to investigate and do it up. I haven't really done cons yet. I haven't had anything to promote, but now I do. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to look into that, but I, I don't have anything planned right Start tabling. 2024, baby. Start tabling. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. That's my New Year's resolution. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I really need to. So, yeah. I'll be, uh, if you follow me on social media, I'll definitely be letting everybody know uh, what cons I'll be going to. Excellent. So, follow on social, not just what cons, but what other podcasts you're going to be talking about. You just keep following him on this journey because my man Sydney got something here that's special, it's beautiful. He is a, a, a complete package of a creator, you know, writer, illustrator, colorist, doing it all. I mean, 
a salute to you because I know that's not easy, Sid, man. So, you know, you know, bless, bro. I, I wish I, I had half the time you did to create some books like you're doing because, again, thank you for the pleasure of, of allowing me to read the book. I had a hell of a blast reading it. I think that as soon as people fund this and see what they're going to get in their hands, they're going to be absolutely happy with the end product here. Amazing, amazing, Sydney. You rock. All right. Last thing here. Very last. Yeah. Any advice that you give to, to up and comers too, now that you're in the journey? Like, have you learned <laughs> anything that you could advise people on right now? Yeah. Just uh, practicing patience with myself. <laughs> try, try to be patient with yourself and try to, try to admire things in others. And that, that makes the road uh, it's painful, but a lot more. <laughs> well, oh shit, you ain't lying, bro. And you know what? I understand that a hundred and fifty percent for real. All right, there we go, folks. This is the amazing Sydney Davidson. You gotta check out his project that's live right now on Kickstarter in perfect. All right. Again, I'm showing you the link below, but guess what? It's also in the show notes. All right. So click away. Pay, pay, pay day is coming. Don't be lying to me now. You got two paydays to make this happen. Help independent creators. And not just do that, but follow on social. Go visit them on Instagram at Sydney underscore Davidson underscore illustration on X at S Davidson Art and at Meta at Sid Imperfect Art Page. Look it up. Show the love, support. That's what is that. All right, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for tuning in. Sydney, you absolutely rock. You made a fan out of me, you know, because yeah. of this book. You know what I mean? You, you, I, I I saw a piece of my kitty in it. So, again, thank you. Your yeah. RP to my, my feline crusader. And with that, thank you, Mijente, for tuning in and checking out Independent Comics. Any last words? Uh, thanks for all the support. And thank you so much for the kindness, Al. I got to see you always. And with that, you know what it is. Before the Crusaders, tune in to ComicCrusaders.com. Check out our sources at Comic Crusaders just about everywhere. And you can check me out, The Real Almega. Hasta la próxima. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 